KPBS On Demand is supported by the San Diego County Toyota dealers, whose commitment to customers extends to giving back to the community and who are proud to support the City of San Diego lifeguards with their important role of keeping our beaches safe. Toyota, let's go places. Good morning, I'm Debbie Cruz. It's Wednesday, July 12th. San Diego is the third most expensive place to rent in the country. More on that next, but first, let's do the headlines. We've been experiencing some hot weather this week, and forecasters say it will get hotter as the week goes on. Temperatures will be in the high 80s to low 90s today, and Saturday through next Monday are expected to be the hottest days. The National Weather Service also issued an excessive heat warning in the county's desert areas until 8 p.m. Sunday. And of course, with the heat, the risk of wildfires increases. Some ways to help reduce that risk include not using power tools like lawnmowers outside during dangerous fire weather to avoid sparks igniting grass or brush fires. California is adopting new measures to provide better care for newly released prison inmates with physical, developmental, or mental health disabilities. The changes stem from a 1996 class action lawsuit that found California's treatment of inmates and people on parole in violation of the Americans with Disabilities Act. Under an agreement last month, California will now double the supply of prescription medicines provided upon release from prison to 60 days. And officials will enroll people in services such as Social Security and Medi-Cal at least 90 days before they leave prison. We have an update on a story you may have heard recently on the podcast. The San Diego District Attorney's Office has confirmed a suspect was arrested for the recent theft and vandalism at the Marie Hitchcock Puppet Theater in Balboa Park. Investigators say the man seen on the surveillance video is Jose Ojeda. He has been charged with felony burglary for allegedly breaking into the Puppet Theater twice last month. Ojeda is scheduled for a preliminary hearing tomorrow. From KPBS, you're listening to San Diego News Now. Stay with me for more of the local news you need. KPBS On Demand is supported by the National Conflict Resolution Center. Topics like political polarization and hybrid work policies can create workplace conflict. NCRC can help workplace leaders navigate divisive issues with the culture, communication, and conflict certificate. More at ncrconline.com. It's expensive to live in San Diego, no surprise there. But a new report has a big surprise when it comes to renting a place here. Reporter John Carroll explains. San Diego is now the third most expensive place to rent in the United States, moving ahead of San Francisco. In a new report, the online real estate firm Zillow says rents in San Diego now average $3,175 a month, compared to $3,168 in San Francisco. Zillow senior economist Orfe Devungi says the pandemic played a big role in the change. You saw a lot of people leaving San Francisco who had uh, the ability to work remotely during the pandemic. So you have this pandemic shock, this effect of people leaving San Francisco to move to more affordable areas. Devungi says rents are now slowly falling, and he says that should continue through the rest of the year. John Carroll, KPBS News. Community members are calling for an investigation into a San Diego police arrest of a black man. 
Reporter Katie Heisen spoke with a man who was left with extensive injuries. Musla Abdul Hafiz regularly films police stops to hold officers accountable. He was wearing his neon cop watcher vest early Sunday morning in the parking lot of Chase Bank in downtown San Diego when he heard gunshots. He says he was heading to retrieve his phone from his car when the police stopped him. The police came back with guns out and told me to get on the ground. I got on the ground and they immediately jumped on top of me. San Diego police told KPBS they detained him as a, quote, possible gunman. Bystander footage shows four cops surrounding Abdul Hafiz, who lies on the ground asking why he's being stopped. Abdul Hafiz says they would not answer, but used increasing force. And they began striking me, digging their nails in my, inside my skin, putting their body weight on my back, my neck. When Abdul Hafiz is no longer in view in the video, he begins screaming. He says the officers inflicted the worst injuries after he was already handcuffed. Trying to pull my arms out of socket. Medical records from after the arrest diagnose him with a fractured shoulder, head injury, and, quote, assault. Police gave Abdul Hafiz a ticket for resisting arrest. Katie Heisen, KPBS News. And we have another report from Katie Heisen. The Americans with Disabilities Act requires the city of San Diego to offer sign language interpreters for all of its programs. Heisen attended one child swim lesson to see the impact. Okay, sit down, sit down. There we go. Like many public swimming pools, Claremont's is loud, with shrieks, splashing, and adults exercising patients. Research suggests that to nine-year-old Isabella Carroll, it might sound something like this. She was born without certain cells in her ears that are needed to hear. Attached to the back of her neck is a waterproof cochlear implant. It allows her to hear some sound, like when her swimming coach calls. She looks to him and then to her sign language interpreter, Roy Hensley, who stands on the pool's edge. He communicates in sign what her coach is explaining. So you guys need to be curling your knees inwards, toes pointed outwards. Then Hensley points. Bella whips her head around to watch the coach demonstrating proper kicks with his arms. Out and around like that, okay? Out. Are you going to finish down there or all the way back up where you started? A few years ago, we did try to give Bella swim lessons through a regular um, program that, you know, all the hearing world uses, and um, she really could not catch on. That's Bella's grandmother, Janet Brown. Interpreter services are available for any of the city's programs, but you have to know they exist. We didn't even know this was available. We were trying to do swim lessons through you know, the public, and we weren't getting anywhere until her, um, her deaf friend's mom told us that we could ask for an interpreter. Brown is hoping the city will expand its offerings. I'm so grateful the city offers this, but if there was more, um, a variety of sports that they would offer the interpreter to, um, I think it would be really great. Bella practices Taekwondo, which is not yet offered by the city. She also plays volleyball. It's for the deaf kids to be able to be on a team 
interact with, with the hearing children. I, I think it's really important for their self-confidence that they can see they can be on a team and as good as the other teammates. She wanted Bella, who surfs, to become a strong swimmer for safety. She feels much more confident in the water, and now she's um, like she's not afraid to go into the ocean by herself. Our neighbor has a pool, and she's willing just to jump right in, where before she'd get in and she'd just hold on to the edge. And I feel that that sense of ability, you know, confidence, has also expanded itself onto skateboarding, rollerblading. You know, she, oh, I can do this, you know. And, so it's been a huge boost. She's a lot cooler than I was at her age. <laughs> I know, I should call her I was. Brown says that new confidence empowered her to approach people and make friends, too. So she's included a lot more with the other kids at the playground. To her interpreter, Hensley, it's about basic equity. It's important because it's part of life. It's something a kid wants to do, so it should be accessible for them. For Bella, it's even more straightforward. While Hensley interprets for her, she signs her reasons for swimming. Because I need to learn um, and exercise my legs and, and become smart. I like the swimming, just be, I just love it. I love it. Katie Heisen, KPBS News. Coming up. Tijuana's Little League All-Star team is headed to the World Series. We'll have that story and more just after the break. I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. That's right. This year we're celebrating 50 years in Carlsbad. So on behalf of the entire Hohen family, we want to thank San Diego. Throughout the years, We've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com. The billionaire who bought the San Diego Union-Tribune just five years ago has sold the paper to a hedge fund group, and they have already announced budget cuts. Reporter Kitty Alvarado has reaction from a former UT reporter who fears layoffs are looming. A San Diego institution has been sold again. You don't want to see it happen. It's something we've heard might happen for a really long time, and then to see it happen is just very disappointing. Wendy Fry says she's heartbroken for her former colleagues. So devastating to see them have to face another round of cuts and a company that might not be as dedicated to quality journalism. She and those who work there fear most for the community. 
really the loser here is going to be the San Diego community. If there's less reporters covering different neighborhoods in San Diego, then there's less accountability for our public officials. There's less voices. Fry got emotional when she thought about what the paper and the people who work there mean to her. I'm so appreciative of the people who taught me how to do journalism there at the San Diego Union Tribune. And, you know, I hope everything turns out for the best. Kitty Alvarado, KPBS News. Tijuana's Little League All-Star team is headed to the World Series. Border reporter Gustavo Solis caught up with the team after they secured a place in the international tournament. Jorge Rubio captured the moment his son's All-Star baseball team secured a ticket to the Little League World Series. With two outs left in the final inning and a runner on first base, the batter pings a hard ground ball directly at first base. The crowd goes wild as soon as he tags the runner for the final out. Tijuana will represent Mexico in this year's tournament. Rubio says the entire city has been incredibly supportive. Oh, it's been crazy. <laughs> it's been crazy. All of the local news channels want to interview the players. And the local pro team, the Tijuana Toros, had them throw out the first pitch. Uh, pitches that I don't even know that existed are covering the team. And, <laughs> you know, we went to Toros last night. His son, Andy Rubio, says the team is happy about the victory and ready for the big tournament. Muy felices todos, ¿no? Por, por, por el triunfo de la, del equipo, por ya estamos allá en, en Williamsport. In mid-August, the team will head to Williamsport, Pennsylvania for the Little League World Series. Gustavo Solis, KPBS News. That's it for the podcast today. As always, you can find more San Diego news online at kpbs.org. Join us again tomorrow for more of the day's top stories, plus... We hear why a Fallbrook resident was faced with a nearly $1,300 gas bill from SDG&E in January. I'm Debbie Cruz. Thanks for listening and have a great Wednesday. KPBS On Demand is supported by MaraCal Design and Remodeling, helping homeowners with their home remodeling needs. From ADUs to custom kitchen remodels and room additions, MaraCal Design and Remodeling designs and builds your dream home. Learn more at trustyourhometous.com.